0: Mike, Mike, and the... Welcome once again to another episode of Mike, Mike and Oscar. It's officially award season, or at least really Oscar season, as we have the Golden Globe nominations to discuss with you today, dear listener. I am your co-host, Mike One. This is co-host, also Mike. Yeah, the 81st Golden Globes are happening. They're going to be on CBS, and uh, look, I think the overall reception of these nominations, and it's very early, like we're, we're getting together in the afternoon to record mm-hmm. our instant, instant reactions today, but... I don't know. Well, the reactions that I've seen on, at least on film Twitter, is like they didn't screw this up too badly. I think it's also a hard year to screw up. Okay. Uh, are, no, I mean, there, a lot of the awards films this year, I feel like, have been pretty universally beloved for mm-hmm. the most part. I mean, there's a couple that stick out, but, right? I, I mean, like, there's not, you know, the, the more polarizing ones even aren't even really here, like Napoleon's not here. Right. We'll finish with t- we'll we'll finish with tallies, but yeah, I mean they went with Barbenheimer. They did not go with the old man picks, like you said yeah. in the pre-show. Napoleon, Ferrari, they didn't go with those movies necessarily, even yeah. though Killers of the Flower Moon. <laughs> <laughs> not a fan me, of that. Me, me. Huh? No, Still well, you're watching fan. it. You're watching it. We had I'm working like a, my way through. it. We yeah, almost I'm, I'm went going to be on night seven. But soon. you're liking it. You're liking it so far. It's a great miniseries, <laughs> and you're gonna have to pay another twenty bucks for. It I'm gonna pay another you twenty dollars it for. Because it I couldn't finish it last you're night. You're gonna That's spend right. forty, yeah. forty dollars. Uh, theoretically, I'm the biggest supporter of Killers of the Flower Moon in America. <laughs> and you, and you subscribe to Apple TV Plus. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> what a schmuck! I'm basically a co-producer. You're, yeah, you know, you're in. You're in. You got skin in the game. <laughs> My goodness! <laughs> so uh, I hope you all enjoy my movie. And uh, let's talk about these noms. Killers of the Flower Moon does show up in a couple major categories, yeah. but we'll start with the biggest of all for the Golden Globe nominations: Best Picture, Drama. Uh, six nominations this year, Michael. Per category, yeah. Whoops, sorry. I uh, I d- ignored <laughs> I ignored the sixth place in all of the predictions. That yeah. I read over the weekend, and we were here arguing, debating about which five are going to get in. It's yeah. uh, the Mike, stupid. Mike, and Oscar difference, baby. Yeah, <laughs> the Mike, Mike, and Oscar. <laughs> Unprofessional idiot addendum. uh uh-huh. But, yeah. Uh, the, the six nominees for Best Picture Drama at the Glo- Globes, Anatomy of a Fall, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro Oppenheimer, Past Lives, and Zone of Interest right. uh, are your six. That being said, I did predict... The five, and I did give you the sixth movie. Yeah, you Zona. did well. Yeah, so well there. anyway, Anatomy I of a Fall went, up, yeah. went five for five at the European Film Awards. We'll kind of end with those as well. Uh, can Palm Door winner. I'm thrilled to see it here. I think they just love it overseas, and it I made good money over there, so that's cool to see. Past Lives being here and in non-English language film is awesome. Uh, and then, obviously, you got your heavy hitters from there. The Zone of Interest, like, like you were saying in the pre-show, huge weekend. Big weekend. With the, with the L.A. wins, and I think it was film and director, right? Or was it, oh, or was I, it I saw it, and I director? saw film, Best Picture, yeah. But, yeah, I didn't notice the director. But I think it's kind of reestablished itself as a Best Picture nominee player alongside Anatomy of the Fall, which I, I expect to be there now. Well, I mean, we've been predicting the Zone of Interest for months now. That's right. Um, But that's the thing. Like our next 66, 66 percent accurate predictions (laughs) may not predict it because we're going to get less and less accurate, less accurate as the year goes on. Yeah. But look, at I mean, we we got some notable snubs. Rustin, I was kind of hoping, you know, uh, I I was hoping we'd have a little change up here, but this is relative chalk. Rustin, all of us change strangers. Uh, I was gonna say all of us changes mm-hmm. the beef a winner change sooner, sooner or later. Chitcha changes. Ferrari, Saltburn, yeah. Priscilla, Iron Claw, or Origin, Napoleon, The Killer. Darn it, a thousand and one and Blackberry. Those are those are the snubs in Best Picture Drama here. Iron Claw was a bummer, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I wasn't expecting The Killer, or Blackberry, or Napoleon, but I, I did like those movies. Would too. have been nice surprises, but like you said at the top, there's not really a lot to get upset over here i mean it's pretty expected it's chalk and it's three non-english language film nominees yeah. in this category uh last year the fablemans won and uh we'll talk about the overall best picture crossover from the golden globes last year but yeah chalk to, to start there was a uh, i don't know if it was a press release or what but some kind of quote that the Hollywood reporter got that the golden globes was bragging about how it's their most diverse set of uh nominees ever is it well? Take that for what it's <laughs> worth. Doesn't uh, yeah, it doesn't uh, doesn't have to go far. <laughs> yeah, uh, best picture, comedy or musical. The nominees: Air, American Fiction, Barbie, The Holdovers, May, December, and Poor Things. We were both fist pumping for Air, Yeah. Our, our basketball movie. There, Mike. Happy to see that. Uh, our, our Mike and Mike in uh, basketball hoops films. Mike, little, Mike, and Michael Jordan. Yes, we like that. Uh, American Fiction, Tiff, one won the Washington Film Critics Best Picture over the weekend, uh, the D.C., that is. And then a lot of audience awards from, from Middleburg, et cetera, at other film festivals. You know, Barbie, we expected. The Holdovers does get in here, even though it didn't perform as well overall. May, December, your favorite film on the year. And then Poor Things. Uh, but The Color Purple is the big snub. Yeah. Everybody's talking about it. We, we did see some you know buzz, maybe Wonka, Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret, maybe a Bottoms or a Rylane. Even an Asteroid City could have found its way in here. But we've been seeing this category get less and less funny or musical over the years. At least this seemed like a, a, a major contest this year. Who Who's getting in the comedy or musical category? Yeah. It was seven or eight deep. The Color Purple, unfortunately, loses out. What this is highlighting here is like these are twelve legitimate Best Picture nominee candidates for the Oscars between these two categories. Yeah, and, that, and that's fun. We don't isn't usually it? have that every year. Yeah, I like that the Globes went for more noms. I like that they went somewhat chalk and and maybe Air is the easy one that falls off. But yeah, probably you're probably looking at eleven for ten, and you're always looking at. The Oscars and the Academy having some difference, so and all of us strangers is not out of it. And Iron Claw is not out of it. Origin, etc. You know, I don't think they're out of it yet. The Color Purple is not out of it yet. Yeah, but it was a like you said. I mean, it's a tough, tough couple of days for the Color Purple, which we said in our last episode. There's just been really no traction about that. Well, it's getting great it's getting great buzz from all of the screenings and like film, Twitter is loving it. And there's, they're they're saying the reception is, is just uproarious. People love it. And I think it's, it's tracking for better box office than expected. So maybe the color purple can be in a, in the late breaker lane mm. still. Um, but that's another thing like cinematic or box office achievement. Obviously you can't, you can't be in that category or eligible for that category. If you're coming out, beyond the nomination date so <laughs> at least we think but i mean who knows because like you said in the pre-show they also said there was going to be an exemption for netflix movies and there are none in the cinematic mm-hmm. or box office achievement nominees uh, are going to be barbie guardians of the galaxy volume three john wick four mission impossible dead reckoning part one oppenheimer spider-man across the spider-verse super mario brothers movie and taylor swift the errors tour credit to you for predicting taylor swift uh this category is properly a mess it's it's messy, but they did go with the 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 6th highest grocers at the worldwide box office this year. Otherwise, they went 8th, 11th, and 20th with uh, Mission Impossible, John Wick, and Taylor Swift. Uh, respectively they ignored you know fast x they ignored the little mermaid which were actually looked at as money losers really the only money loser i would say here is mission impossible dead reckoning part one perhaps we we talked about that that being a covid bloated budget everything else was a big money earner but i I, look we both loved mission impossible dead reckoning part one as a film so if it is cinematic or box office achievement the cinematic achievement of mission impossible is really high killers of the flower moon did not get in even though it broke the threshold of 150 million dollars creed 3 indy 5 elemental those are the other snubs that i had listed here michael i don't like that this is eight nominees i wonder and Everything else is six i wonder and if I, it needed a vote threshold what did you think that was i we got to read these bylaws at some point yeah i don't i i don't know yeah, that's a I mean, it would have been a vote threshold just for this category or for every category, you mean? I wonder if it was for this category. Yeah, it makes it seem that way. But this, to me, is like, again, if you're having, if you're expanding this category just for more nominees' sake, it sounds to me like it's something that you want to put the also-rans in. Like, here, just, uh, we see, your favorite film is just nominated at the Golden Globes. It's in this category with mm-hmm. 75 other options.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we don't have to take it seriously in Best Picture. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how they do it, but uh, it's a strange category. I'm I'm curious about how it'll shake out. I think Barbie or Oppenheimer will win it, like we like we said. But you never know. Maybe a Spider Verse wins. I don't. I really don't know what they're gonna do. Uh, overall, though, let's let's look at all of these best film categories last year or from last year. Nine of the ten eventual best picture winners. Best Picture nominees, excuse me, were nominated for these uh, Best Film categories at the Globes. Women Talking was the lone exception, though. Women Talking did get two Globe nominees in score and screenplay. All five Globe drama nominees crossed over, and then three of the five comedy or musical noms crossed over as well with, of course, All Quiet on the Western Front, which lost a uh, non-English language film, but that did get... The Oscar nom at the end of the day, we'll we'll get there at the end. We're saving that for the European Film Awards as a kind of an addendum there. But we can uh move to director uh, if we're done with the best films. But I, do you think we have? Well, let me ask you this before we go. Do you think we have all ten best picture nominees in those? Sorry, I was going to ask you three or four um, categories. E- I'm leaning towards a no. I feel like they'll get nine out of ten again. I feel like the color purple. The something. color purple and the Iron Claw are the only two that I could see. I think when people actually yeah. see Juliette Benoche cooking for Benoit Magimel. You have to let it go. You, you just, you'll, you, that'll win people over, chocolate you style. You know what I watched over the weekend? I watched Julia season one. How have I missed? Where have I been not to watch the Julia Child series and I all of the... Everything. Oh, so good. It was so it was delicious. I ate so much this weekend. I must have gained 10 pounds just watching that show, eating more food. Watching that show, eating more food. Take out, Julia. Take out, Julia. Oh, it was great. It is the holidays. <laughs> Let's move on to director. The nominees, Bradley Cooper for Maestro, Greta, Ger- Greta Gerwig for Barbie, Yorgos Lanthimos for Poor Things, Christopher Nolan of Oppenheimer, Scorsese is here for Flower Moon, Celine Song for Past Lives. So Jonathan Gla- Glazer misses from the zone of interest. That was probably the big name uh, in terms of, uh, you know, the CV thus far. He, he won a big critical association this weekend. Again, forgive me, I forget if it was L.A. or Boston. Alexander Payne of The Holdovers, Cord Jefferson of American Fiction, Todd Haynes of May-December. My big snub in this category was Justine Trier of Trier, Anatomy yeah. of a Fall uh, yeah. and then Blitz-Bazawool. Uh, Baza Wule, excuse me, of uh, The Color Purple, Andrew Haig of All of the Strangers, etc., Ava DuVernay. But look, we can go on and on. It's a great year for directors, but this is kind of the sixth that we've seen honored uh, a lot. I mean, it, it, again, if it may be Glazer or Glazer's a seventh name to really factor in, what do you think? I'm surprised Trier isn't here as well, but then you look at the nominees like you were saying and who do you take out? I mean, it's like, a tight race. All, yeah, these are all names. Maybe Cooper, but I don't know. Maybe Gerwig? I don't need Bradley Cooper in Maestro at the end of the day. I think his performance is better than his directing. But, I mean, he does a nice job in Maestro. Who's here? Like, who's who's got these positions locked down at the Oscars so far? Nolan. Nolan, Scorsese, Scorsese Gerwig probably, probably right? Yeah. You think Gerwig too? Yeah, I would say one, two, three and then I think they're fighting for the last two spots between Cooper, Yorgos, Celine Song. Yeah, Jonathan Glazer, I, I could just tell already. That's going to be an Academy, right? Wouldn't he be an Academy favorite? Obviously, this category goes international every year yep. at the Oscars. I would uh, think he or Trier, yeah. He or Trier. I, I, I would bang the table for Justine Trier. I really would. I think she's deserving there. Uh, Cord Jefferson uh, from American Fiction, perhaps. Uh, you know, he's been in a lot of tens ah, as well. First timer, no way. Right. Screenplay, maybe. Anyway, last year the Globes not nominated three of the five that went on to Oscar nominations. Spielberg won the Globe. Daniels and McDonough were both nominated as well. Uh, the Daniels, that is. They picked James Cameron and Baz Luhrmann at the Globes. The Oscars. You know, went with uh, Ruben Ostland and Todd Field instead. They picked James Cameron. (laughs) (laughs) But here's the thing. Like, Scorsese this year is my James Cameron – or your James Cameron from last year. That's right. And I hate to say it. I I feel like – if or when you rewatch Flower Moon, you're going to like it a lot. I'm more. hoping because it was it was a tough first set. But I'm, yeah. I'm gonna rewatch it when it's on Apple TV Plus. I'm not paying another cent. Pay for just it. pay. It's only twenty dollars per watch. <laughs> you buy seven watches. That's still less than one hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> As a producer, I need to recoup my money now, so I got to get more people watching it. I splurged yesterday on uh, a non-food expense because I've been buying a lot of food obviously because i'm watching julia but I, I splurged yesterday to actually buy a ticket at a movie for monster i bought a 13 dollars ticket and then i bought a four dollar soda i was like that's a 17 dollars expense i was like what am i doing i'm breaking my because i've been totally just saving money every ch- ch- step of the way and three dollars more that would have gotten you one ticket to flower moon one well two days no of. Pop, is it no two popcorn. days or one day yeah, no, is it only one day hours. it's 48 hours yeah and you you didn't have the extra $5 option to buy it or or did you? No, there was no there is no. They're just, just trying to get them. they're trying to get any money they can right now because the box office I think was not what they expected. Well, they got you. <laughs> sure do. They got you. If it's a Patreon, I'm in the top tier, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lead actress drama. The nominees. Uh Nick Nolte for Niad, Lily Come Glenn, on, it's, it's come on. Bening. Annette Benning for Nyad is here. Not Nick Nolte anyway. Well who is the guy? Who do I compare that's, her to? That's mean. <laughs> Nick Nolte. I'm sorry. <laughs> we both compared her to the shape of water. she was in the water for that long. I don't I think. like the makeup. I don't like no, this movie. No, but you watch yeah. the real video. You can watch the real video on YouTube. She did of the like actual Diane Nyad? Yeah, yeah, she, does, she looked yeah. like she was in the water for a couple days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which she but was. that looked like Annette Benning being made up to look like... If you Nicky or I York was Mickey in Park. the water for a couple hours, <laughs> we wouldn't look You're like right. It. You're right. I'm Have tired, it. I'm angry. <laughs> so I'm taking it out on Annette Benning. Yeah. <laughs> Gave a fine performance in the Golden Globe nominee. Swimming is acting, according to the Golden Globes. That's what we now know. Annette Betting for NIA, lead actress drama nominees. Lily Gladstone for Flower Moon. Sandra Hulaire, Anatomy of a Fall. Greta Lee of Past Lives. Carrie Mulligan for Maestro. And Kaylee Spaney makes the list for Priscilla. So the big snub I thought was Anjanou Ellis Taylor of Origin. Uh, I know you would say Helen Mirren of Golden. Golda? Absolutely. By the way, also available, still only for 20 bucks. I can't tell you the number of times I've almost rented it. It, It's actually available for like five bucks. Oh, is it five bucks now? I still haven't rented it. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> We're jerks. Now it's like a 50 percenter. Like, why do we have a? Yeah, it's not revered. It's not. And revered it's, well. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Leonie Banesh of Teachers Lounge, Trace Lissette. Yeah. Oh, I mean, these, look, these are nice. Tiana Taylor, you've been you've been happy about and preaching all year, too. But th- yeah. I, I think this is the list. Right. Well, in terms of the Oscar contending right. names other than Ellis Taylor, like she she's been high on a lot of pundit lists okay. up till now. J- Jessica Chastain of memory, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Like, this is a deeper field in actress than I would say in an actor. An actor, I feel like there's, well, we'll get there. But an actress, there's like 10 deep, and you could, you know, beyond As far Lily as Oscar Blackstone. noms, though, like, if, if Hulaire isn't there, let's say, on the Oscars, and she was replaced by Chastain, for example, that would surprise me. As opposed to being replaced by like an Annette Benning. like if it's not going to be one of these six names, I think I'll be surprised. Interesting, because well, I mean, look at you're going to have at least three names from the other or four names from the other category. So again, like I said, this is eleven deep. If you, you get yeah, seven, that's what I'm trying to say it's like I think the Globes kind of got it right at least with what's going to be there, and the ones they left out, the snubs so to speak, mm-hmm. I think are properly snubbed. Okay. In terms of Oscars forecasting, anyway. OK, well, last year, Kate Blanchett won the drama side. We can get into the comedy or musical actresses. Fantasia Barino of The Color Purple, Jennifer Lawrence of No Hard Feelings. If this Na- if this academy or whatever they are is real, Jennifer Lawrence is winning this category. Jennifer Lawrence feels like an old Golden Globe nominee here. But I mean, I you know, hey, I'm glad because <laughs> she was funny in that movie. She was she funny was in that movie. One, good, she, good movie. Fun watch. She went all out. Obviously, yeah. people get on her for that. And, you know, they, they, hey, I, I'm Jerks. with it. Natalie Portman of May-December, Alma Poisty of Fallen Leaves. That was a surprise. Yeah, Margot Robbie of Barbie, and Emma Stone of Poor Things. So I would say Stone, Robbie, Portman, and Barino are contenders, right? So if you take the last six, that's ten. If you take Anjanu Ellis, is there any of the snubs in this category that are probably still out there for, for Oscar consideration? Maybe Alma Poisty now? that she breaks in here otherwise you know probably not right you' you're, you're yeah, saying like I, I think this is I think of these 12 names we have five, the five uh eventual lead actress nominees on Oscar Sunday who I mean power rank how confident you are right now Gladstone one for a nomination Stone two Robbie three I am not that confident in Margot Robbie yet I, I mm-hmm. she I she should be there she should be 100 percent she should be but that's why it's number like, three for this you? is going to be a bloodbath it's going to be a plus. I mean, Benning is probably three, just really? based on the punditry. I mean, some people, like Feinberg, has a, has her number one uh, still. Uh, Does Mickey Rourke accept on her behalf? Jesus Christ. It's not fair. It's not fair. She's in the water for two days. Uh, she look looks at- like Mickey Rourke. The makeup, no, makes I w- her, the makeup is, is, is Rourke ish. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I hear you. I hear what you're Thank saying. Thank you. Thank you. Carrie Mulligan, I would say, is in the thick of it. Probably that next tier is like Mulligan and Robbie, most likely. Hulaire. But Hulé get in there too in that next tier. Who? Sandra Hulaire. That's the thing. Like if 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 Gladstone, Stone, and who did we say? Gladstone. Yeah, I mean I don't I don't understand the betting thing, but if you wanna do you say she's on the same level right now as Gladstone and, well, and Stone? So you don't think so. So you think Emma and Lily I think Lily Gladstone and Emma Stone are locks. Okay. And if you wanna say you know, Clayton Davis and Scott and all of them have a betting up there with them, okay. Then I guess she's a lock too. Well, we and a certain British fellow out there across the pond, we all thought Lady Gaga was a lock two years ago. And What's the what second happened. nomination for Niad? Jodie Foster. But it's hard. You're right. It's a harder. It's harder to pull that. It's harder to pull that it off. It happens. But I mean, this is a loaded year for lead actress. So so what you're saying is Maestro's probably going to be a down the card. Uh, and then we have Barbie, of course, is down the card. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking at the next strongest film. What is it? Mm-hmm. Anatomy think- of a Fall? Past lives? Could be past lives. Yeah, it could be Anatomy of a Fall. I, that's what I mean. It's just like, it seems like there's at least two or three others that have stronger cases to be made than Annette Benning and Nyad. All right, so let's just say now, who should it be? Like, we both love Lily Gradstone. I love Sandra Hulaire. you got to see that. I haven't watched it yet, yeah, but I, I mean, everyone universally loves her. I love um, Robbie. Robbie. I, there, I don't know. It's t- like, Emma Stone Bening for me love. would be like ninth or tenth on this list. Of these twelve, so I don't know. She, she I haven't seen Barino. Obviously, Portman's really good. I, I mean, the movie's fine, but I, I don't know. I, I it's a tough. I'm having a tough time. I'm, I'm kind of rocked by how high you say the experts are on Annette Bening's performance here. Yeah, because that's that to me is going to knock off somebody that I think is very very deserving. I'm not going to disagree with the Academy going away from Nyad at the end of the day. It's not my favorite film. Yeah. Uh, last year, the Globes got four of the five Oscar actress noms amongst their 10. They missed on Andrea Riseborough of two Leslie, which I rewatched last night, by the way. I don't know. Why. Did you really? I just was, I, I caught it and I was, I watched the last hour and a half. Did Courtney Cox was, threaten you personally? It and that's all right. why you watched it? It, it was good. It's a decent movie. I wasn't like ever mad at the movie. Um, Anyway, Michelle Yeoh won comedy or musical. Obviously, uh, Kate Blanchett won drama. So they they got two of the big contenders. Do you wanna do you wanna guess at who's gonna win? So uh, Lily Gladstone. No, 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 no. no. We have we have our uh, Golden Globes gambling prediction show. Ah, Okay, right. That's what we got. So we're gonna play play some. Okay, Uh, I will. I will not. Uh, be guessing for Annette Bening though, even though, like you said, she's the front runner by the experts, so I can look foolish there. That's fine. Is Rosamund Pike available at 14-1? to Can I make the <laughs> money <of my laughs> again? She might be available in another category, and <laughs> yes. those odds might be exactly the same. But we can move on to lead actor in a drama. Bradley Cooper of Maestro Leo. Some guy named Leonardo DiCaprio of Killers He's of the Flower Moon. unrecognizable in that movie, Mike. Coleman Domingo and Rustin, Barry Keoghan of uh, Saltburn, Killian Murphy of Oppenheimer, and Andrew Scott of all of us strangers what did you think i mean is this
1: again punk? i mean
0: who yeah who who's who's outraged at this category the right new now? york critics film circle or no i'm yeah. saying that wrong the new york film critics circle they are outraged because Fran Ragowski, franz Rogowski, yeah the passages is not here christian friedel of zone of interest i mean a lot of people have had him adam driver of ferrari despite all of the uh film festival waivers etc mm-hmm. Michael Fassbender of The Killer, I, I really liked him in that. Teo Yu of Past Lives and Koji Yakusho of Perfect Days. Those are the snubs I have lift, list, listed off of the Feinberg forecast. What do you think? think it's a pretty understandable nomination category again. I don't know if Six is helping us out all the way with thinking that this is more chalk than usual for the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that there's six nominees per category. But yeah, I mean... Cooper, you've heard a lot a ton of hype and press about Leo, you've heard a lot of hype and press about Domingo for that for that performance in Rustin, we understand. Kilgan maybe is a surprise to me. Killian Murphy certainly is, not I would say Andrew Scott is just the uh is the sixth name that like good for him. I didn't expect him to be here, but here he is. And Show from what of strength. I heard, he's worth it. Yeah. Show of strength for Andrew Scott. It's like a lone nominee for all of us strangers. So, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know, any disagreement by you? Uh, well, I mean, if, if I would have Tao Yu or Michael Fassbender in over somebody, I don't know. I mean, I hate to say it, Andrew Scott, yeah. Barry Kilgan. <laughs> Sorry, I, I saw those movies. I did. You know, I like those performances. I just like Tao Yu a little more, Michael Fassbender a little more. But the, they're all subtle performances. So you want to take well, maybe Barry Kilgan's not so subtle. But uh, <laughs> I have a, a, one of my one of my good friends is like tangentially uh, related to the film world and I trust his film opinion and he saw Saltburn recently he's like that movie was terrible I uh, <laughs> like, I could not stand I, it was so bad I had trouble I like, with it. it I was upside down in my seat in the theater just yeah. like what am I watching this is so gross some of it was gross no it was over the top gross I don't know what she's doing it's so weird too considering what her first film was That the, the, a lot of bath- people have had that con- had, had that like summary of the what bathtub suffering. scene and the grave scene just just things nobody should do ever in life <laughs> <laughs> they're probably wrong Let's <laughs> move on to the second lead actor category comedy or musical nicholas cage for dream scenarios here timothy chalamet for wonka matt damon for air paul giamatti for the holdovers joaquin phoenix for bow is afraid and jeffrey wright of american fiction make the cut so how about Joaquin Phoenix with the lone nominee for Bo Afraid here? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Timothy Chalamet, lone nominee from, from Wonka. Uh, and then, look, Cage, lone nominee from Dream Scenario. I mm-hmm. thought he was really, really great in it. But Matt Damon of Air gets in. Paul Giamatti of the Holdovers and Jeffrey Wright are probably duking it out for the win here. I mean, Yeah, we'll, I was we'll going to say, the odds, the odds when we get to them are probably going to be those two at, like, plus 125 apiece. And then third place is going to be, like, plus 2,000. Twenty yeah. to one, you know. Yeah, you never know, though. Maybe a Timothy Chalamet will surprise, just based on his star power and, yeah. and Wonka's earning power, perhaps. Colin Farrell won the category last year of the from the Banshees of Sharon. He went up against uh, Butler at the Oscars, and neither of them won because Brendan Fraser obviously took it. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, they got four of the five last year. They missed on Paul Mescal of After sun. So it is kind of cool that they got Andrew Scott this year, and I, I don't know why I connect those two movies, but they do seem like the, you know, obviously Paul Mescal's in both movies. Yeah, Paul Mescal's why you think of them both. Right. Anyway, yeah. Gael Garcia Bernal of Cassandro, Eugenio uh, Derbez of Radical, John Boyega, they clone Tyrone, Jason Schwartzman of Asteroid City, and just a favorite of ours, Michael Cera of The Adults. Those Hell are the yeah. snubs uh, I wrote down. But otherwise, I mean, this looks like a proper relatively proper list. I thought Bernal had a chance from Cassandro, but and if I put wonker. the over under of how many eventual Oscar nominees for the lead actor category come out of the comedy or musical noms from the Golden Globes. one5 One and a half. One it's gotta be one and a half, right? I was gonna say put it at two. Would, would you what would you do? Would you bother betting? No. Well I, no, like I'd, pick I'd pick the under. I picked the under. I picked the under easily. At two. One and you a half. You don't think Jeffrey you so say you don't think Jeffrey Wright's secure as a nominee? Because I'm guessing you think Giamatti's locked in. Giamatti and Wright are neither one are secure. Neither one are secure. really. I'm banging the table for Giamatti to get in. You don't in. think Giamatti would, is secure as a nominee at the Oscars? I would at predict this point? him to get in. He did win Boston over the weekend, right? Which whatever that means. Yeah, uh, that's surprising. I I don't know if he's secure. I, I think I don't him, know. him and he Killian missed, Murphy are, and and probably Leo are the only ones that make sense right now as far as like safety bets. He missed that film Independent Spirit Nom last week, Mike. That's we true. don't know. I mean, that's true. I hear okay. the way he campaigns is that he refuses to talk about himself too. He only gives credit to other people all the time. He should be he should take but isn't a page that out of our book. Yeah, I would think. I would think. But he should, you know he's gotta follow us more and we just give credit to ourselves all the time and <laughs> you know, Mr. Giamatti would do do well. We'll teach him the ways. <laughs> yeah, we're very subtle about it. Right. Supporting Actress uh, in another category. So, remember, at the Golden Globes, while there's two categories for Lead Actor and Actress, there's only one category each for Supporting Roles. Supporting Actress, the noms are Emily Blunt of Oppenheimer, Danielle Brooks for The Color Purple, Jodie Foster in Naya, Julian Moore, May, December, Rosamond Pike for Saltburn, and Divine Randolph for The Holdovers. So, I wonder... I wonder if they would go to eight like nominees in this category like Critics' Choice sometimes does, as we'll talk about at the end of the week. But six nominees is better for a five-nominee uh, crossover at the end of the day. Last year, Angela Bassett won The Globe from Black Panther. The Globe's got three out of the five Oscar noms, correct? Bassett, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Carrie Condon. They missed Stephanie Shu and Hong Chow uh, and nominated Carrie Mulligan and Dolly DeLeon instead. But that was a bloodbath in supporting actress last year. Mm-hmm. This year, Sandra Huller of the Zone of Interest, Taraji P. Henson, Eric Alexander, Penelope Cruz, Viola Davis, Juliette Binoche, Claire Foy. I I would say, I would say Tracy Ellis Ross, Issa Rae, Anne Hathaway, Patricia Clarkson. This is a deep field in supporting actors yes. this year. I would agree with you. And that's... Look, I, obviously the experts know what they're talking about, and you have it right saying Nyad is that high because there are other names. I, I love Jodie Foster's performance in Nyad. I think it is worthy. I just haven't heard much conversation about her in the category. I've right. read anything much about her. So I'm happy to see her there, but yet I'm still surprised. I'm happy to see Julianne Moore get in after uh, not getting in at uh, the at the indie Spirits. Mm-hmm. I guess the surprise here has got to be Rosamund Pike of Saltburn. Uh, Sandra Hulaire. Hulaire? Uh, anyway penelope cruz would have been my guess if i was predicting this category earlier she was showing up at the the gothams out of nowhere and you know you see her going toe-to-toe with adam driver in a big argument but maybe that movie just gets underseen juliette binoche i could see being an academy favorite because she is an academy favorite you have to let day, that go man <laughs> you say this now and then you're going to watch that movie and you're going to eat something delicious and then you're going to yeah, you're going to like it. Is this uh, the Color Purple's lone nominee here, Daniel Brooks? No, no, no. I the forgot. Color Purple. Oh, Fantasia's a, in. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Fantasia and sorry. Daniel Brooks and and that that's, that's a good sign for the Color Purple. It's like mm-hmm. they still have a presence. Like we said last year or at the top of the show, last year Women Talking you know, did not get what it Probably should have gotten, but right. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it is a show of uh, it's a warning sh- sign. Maybe it is a blow to the color purple. Interesting. Can't uh, be good. Something, so something to keep an eye on for sure. Emily Blunt seems like she's lost some momentum too. Remember when she was like the rage in the early fall? Just in general, she's lost. Mom- yeah, I mean, Oppenheimer was never going to show up at Gotham's, right? I mean, they didn't even right. put Oppenheimer forward in those categories because so huge. I think they are doing a re release too. I, I read uh, yesterday. I'm pretty sure it's coming back out in theaters. Emily Blunt needs to be nominated though, right? Because how many times has she not been nominated and snubbed at the Oscars, it's, even though yeah. she's won SAG Awards for A Quiet yeah. Place, for instance, right? So, I mean, she's she's overdue in that sense, at least for a nomination. Here. Oh, God. This Divine is the, Joy Randolph. Is she safe. should be safe. Yeah. I would have said Julianne Moore was going to be safe, but I no. I think Divine Joy Randolph is safe, and that's it. But I, yeah, but I, I, I want. I don't even want to risk saying as much, because maybe you know when you talk about these people as safe, then the Lady Gaga thing. Oh, she's safe. We don't have to. know yeah, I don't have to vote for her. I can vote for five other people. Yeah. Right. Supporting actor. It's also going to be a deep field and. Kind of a bloodbath as we go along here Willem Dafoe for Poor Things, Robert De Niro, Killers of the Flower Moon, Robert Downey Jr. of Oppenheimer, Ryan Gosling of Barbie, Charles Melton of May, December, and Mark Ruffalo of Poor Things. Those are your six. Some notable snubs. Sterling K. Brown of American Fiction. I thought he was gaining some momentum uh, not to be here. Jesse Plemons, Killers of the Flower Moon, Paul Mescal of All of Us Strangers, Glenn Howard, and this would have been a fun yeah like, lone nominee if you picked nice. this one up. i it too from Air. Blackberry would have been made real. Chris Messina would have been made real. Just Dominic two guys Sessa, being angry the entire movie—that would have been fun. Ben Wishaw, Ben McGarrow, Coleman Domingo, Peter Sarsgaard, or some other names there. But look, I mean, these are six names that we've heard talked about a lot. I mean, it's you know, mm-hmm. def- and it and it's fitting. And these are established names that you want at your award show with a with one new guy who's been charming the pants off of everybody charles melton yeah, it's kind of the opposite of supporting actors it feels like we only have one slot open right now to me anyway because it feels like gosling melton downey and de niro i would be surprised if they're not there it would, it would be a snub at this point if they're not in the oscars field do you, you think de niro's getting in because i i've heard i've heard either way on de niro defoe is probably he's got an uphill battle but maybe not. I just – Ruffalo makes poor things for I me. Think I think last mean, I checked, De Niro still has the best of gambling odds. Really? I either know. that, He was either one or two last time I checked, yeah. We got to get our pal David back on here and do one of those shows. I miss – I miss the talk odds <laughs> and uh, the, the numbers and the anyway last year at the golden globes kihoi kwan won from everything everywhere all at once the globes got three out of the five oscar nominees correct including the two from the banshees of in a Bar- barry kilgan and ben- brendan gleason they missed oscar noms brian tyree henry of causeway and judd hirsch of the fabelmans how could they uh they instead <laughs> nominated brad pitt of babylon and eddie redmayne remember the good nurse Remember that was a movie? Yeah. Didn't that get two noms? Or did that did just get... get the one? What?
1: I did that get the two noms? Or just... At the
0: Oscars? No, no not at well, the Oscars. At the Globes. At the, at the Globes. Did Chastain no, get nominated for that or no? That's a good question. I have it I up right here right now. I, I don't see her. I don't right. see it in the tallies. So no, I think so it was just Redman. Okay. Eddie Redmayne was the lone nominee from *Good Nurse*. Much like the uh, supporting categories, the Globes also consolidate screenplay into one category, so you only get six noms for both adapted and original screenplays. *Barbie*, poor things. *Oppenheimer*, *Killers of the Flower Moon*, *Past Lives*, and *Anatomy of a Fall* are your nominees. In terms of some snubs, some adapted snubs, American Fictions, The Zone of Interest, All of Us Strangers, Spider-Verse, Priscilla, Color Purple, some original screenplay snubs, The Holdovers, May, December, Maestro, The Teacher's Lounge, Origin, Saltburn, Air, Rust, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I mean, just what jumps out at me most of all... Are the top three snubs? I would say American Fiction, The Zone of Interest, and the holdovers. May December probably was like an indie Gotham's winner kind of a pick. I was I was hoping it would be here, but I can see why not. I would love to know what that movie looked like on the page before anyone had any kind of conception of what it would be like in real life. Hmm. I wonder if you would like it more on the page than you did in in the theater. But obviously, you know, Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer. Huge names. Barbie, huge named film. Poor things. I just got the audiobook, so I'm going to have to listen to that. Um, Past Lives, great to see. Anatomy of a Fall, great to see. My favorite screenplay of the year. So, uh, those are uh, honestly, those are my top two screenplays of the year. I mean, Oppenheimer's up there. Anatomy so. of a Fall, I, I might argue, had the best day with nominees at the Golden Globes, considering as far as like where it is and how strong its performance was. It- if it was this, as strong as I wanted it to be, it was going to get director too. It was going if that's true. If I had known six direct, I mean, but it, I get it, I get it, I get. You know, it was. It had a it had a puncher's chance at director. It didn't didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Like I'm past sorry. lives, past lives got both screenplay and director, which was awesome. But you'd had you would have had to have Bradley Cooper out. But you know, maybe one day it'll be three men and three women nominated for director at the Golden Globes. (laughs) Who was it? L.A. Who gave all their uh, all their acting awards to all women, and people were outraged at it. (laughs) I don't know. One of the Film Critics Society did that this on Sunday. They gave all their acting awards to it was combined categories, and all women won. And like five minutes after it was announced, people were all up and on. Where are the men? Relax. It's a great year for actresses. Yeah. What we talking about. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, animated feature. We'll move on. The nominees here. The Boy and the Heron. Elemental. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. The Super Mario Brothers movie. Suzume. And Wish. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mutant. Put Man. that in over Wish. So I, I'm bummed. Because, yeah, it's a superior film, in my opinion. Or Leo. Put Leo in over Wish, too. Wish. <laughs> wish is beautifully animated no i would agree with you though i would agree with you i gave wish like a c minus i gave leo leo like a low b yeah absolutely agree with you uh nimona didn't necessarily stick the landing for me but one of the best first acts in any movie this year as i hit my microphone my niece is obsessed with that movie i love the first act of it and i just i didn't like the result resolution but I didn't say they didn't like it. It just didn't work out, work out. But whatever. Um, Robot Dreams had a big weekend EFA winner. I think it won the L.A. Critics Association as well. Mm, so wow. Robot Dreams might be that sneaky fifth at the Oscars uh, coming out. But the boy and the heron won the box office, Mike. Twelve yeah. million. That was awesome to see. And it's not even in. Tired like, of that. Every theater. Miyazaki always coming out number one at the box office every time he puts out a movie, you know. Dude well, good has. for him I mean that's an awesome show and that's that's cool just like in general for movie going yes it is cool the specialty box office saving a key weekend that should yeah. have been filled but strike related things moved off but the boy and the heron getting 12 million and only 2200 theaters it's not like it was a 3000 like we have two AMCs near us and one of them didn't have it you know so th- right. that, that was awesome right. to see it, it's, still, it's still a fight between spiderverse and boy and the heron I would say but you never know i mean boy in the heron may just take it but we'll see last year Guillermo del toro's pinocchio kind of swept the season it won the globe and the oscars the globes got four out of the five uh, you know oscar nominees pinocchio marcel apparently the shell anyway but puss in boots turning red globe's nominated Inu O, and the oscar nominated uh the oscars nominated the sea beast in that fifth spot do you think the five are here do you think uh, we're getting, like, Turtles I mean, or Robot Dreams. I think we're getting Robot Dreams. Yeah, that's the—I mean, you make a—you know, if if it's not, it's probably going to be— I don't think it'll be Turtles. It'll probably be something like Robot Dreams. But I don't think—like, is Super Mario Brothers movie getting an Oscar nom? It probably should. It's so gorgeous. It really is beautiful to look is at. Is Disney going to get Elemental and Wish, two movies that were kind of— I don't think meh. Disney's getting Wish i be oh, they've they've overperformed before for meh movies. The Boy and the Heron, Elemental, Spider Verse, they're in. Suzume should be in, but I, I don't I haven't seen it in enough places. I would say Namona's still available. Turtles should be there. Turtles is a great movie. Namona wouldn't surprise me. Tur- I, Robot yeah. Dreams, Namona. Turtles on. Put Leo in. Shut up, everyone. you want a turtle movie give it to leo leo's fun uh we'll move on to original score poor things Jerskin fendrix my mortal enemy (laughs) that's my nemesis right there i did not like the score for poor things but he purposely did what he did he knows what he did he purposely played the instruments the wrong way that's what he said during the q a he says i these notes have never been played out of a clarinet before but I, did skin. I should have known <laughs> <laughs> Oppenheimer Ludwig Gronson the boy in the heron Joe uh excuse me I, I have to look Hisaishi. up his name Hisaishi. Hisaishi. good the Thank zone you. of interest Michael Levy Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse this is awesome because he's been doing like live orchestra events in Hollywood like crazy Daniel Pemberton mm-hmm. for for Spider-Verse and everybody loves him for it so that's really cool to see. Killers of the Flower Moon, Robbie Roberts in the Lake Great, uh, uh you know, from the band there. You wonder if, you know, he may get a uh something uh post po- mortem. Yeah. yeah. He uh that is a really Flower Moon has a very unique score and soundtrack for a Scorsese movie, especially. I'm I'm fascinated by his resistance to putting in anything like Rolling Stones related in that movie. <laughs> he was able to hold off the temptation of doing so. And it's really right. well scored, I think. All right. That makes uh, one of us. Uh, I don't want if to you speak put ill flower, If the... you put Annette Bennings character from Nyad into Flower Moon's plot, is it the most hated movie of the year for you? <laughs> You're bringing me in. <laughs> yeah. Come. On the worst. Come to me. <laughs> on the you worst can, stuff. I No, You're I don't... Now. I have to rewatch Killers of the Flower Moon. I will do it when I can do so for free. Or on yeah. my $11 a month subscription to Apple TV I mean, uh, Plus. I can loan you 20 bucks if you want. American Fiction, Society of the Snow, Elemental, Indie Five, The Killer, Origin, The Boys in the Boat, Naiad, Past Lives, Monster, Saltburn Wish, Ferrari, Rustin. Those are the misses via the Feinberg Fourth. Kind of surprised that Indie Five. You uh, would think I, just as a, you mm-hmm. know, it's John Williams. Put him in. Oh, interesting. Well, maybe the old Golden Globes would have done yeah. that. Uh, last year, Justin Hurwitz of Babylon won the Globe. All Quiet on the Western Front wound up winning the Oscar. The Globes got three of the five noms correct, Babylon, Banshees, and Fablemans. Uh, they picked Pinocchio and Women Talking. The Oscars picked All Quiet and Everything Everywhere. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of... Uh, the Golden Globes usually don't get these categories right. The Oscars went with All Quiet which no, one? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, so the Globes went with Pinocchio last year. The Globes went with Pinocchio and okay. Women Talking. And we were surprised because Women Talking had a, a hell of a score. Yeah. Hilda Guanadater, you know, had one for Joker, so we thought she was gonna, and she had two movies in right up for it with right. Tar and Women Talking. And then All Quiet on the Western Front and Everything Everywhere went to uh, went to the Oscars instead. Okay, but she probably vote shared with her own movie. Yeah, could have been the case anyway. Original song, as we start to wrap up here, uh Addicted to Romance. That's uh from She Came to Me by Bruce Springsteen. Shocking, by- Michael, but I predicted this six months ago. The Springsteen song? Yes, yes. When we did it, She that. Came to Me, trailer review. Go back. Go to the videotape. Or what, okay. what are we, a podcast? Yeah, something like that. Anyway, we should convert to VHS. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen, I was we saying. We should Bruce- convert to VHS. Bruce Springsteen. Right, we can have all those retro, you know, uh, all those retro graphics. Because everybody's going online, but screw YouTube. What if we just release VHS tapes of Mike making VHS Mike and Oscar? tapes? <laughs> yeah, if you if you if you donate, uh, what, what would it cost? <laughs> if you donate four dollars, we'll just take like a dollar profit. It probably no, takes twenty dollars per. So I can just keep watching Flower Moon on demand. <laughs> I can take your money. Anyway, I said text, Bruce Springsteen. Maybe. I also said Dance the Night from Barbie. Yes, that's what I was. I remember vividly your love for Dance the Night, uh, which is also here from Dua Lipa and the Barbie movie. Just Ken, obviously, also from Barbie, Mark Ronson and Andrew Wyatt. How Ryan Gosling doesn't get a piece of that I don't understand. Peaches is here as well from Jack Black and the Super Mario Brothers movie. Road to Freedom of Rustin, that's a Lenny Kravitz song. And What Was I Made For from the Barbie movie, Billie Eilish and Phineas. So Wish Is This Wish is not here. American Symphony's song uh, from John Batiste, It Never Went Away, is not here. The Globes always ignore Diane Warren's songs, The Fire Inside. (laughs) Pity. Flaming hot. (laughs) Stay home, Diane. (laughs) (laughs) She probably made a deal with them. You know what? Just don't don't even do it. Don't even. I'm I'm good. I'm good. Uh, But Olivia Rodrigo's Hunger Games song wasn't here. You know, Florin's son. Uh, had a few Justin Timberlake apparently, yeah. band together song. Uh, the Spider Verse songs, one of them needs to be here. They gotta they gotta figure out which one they're putting forward. Spider Verse because I'm sure they're playing the hell out of those at, at all the Orchestra Academy events, right? Am I dreaming? Is my favorite song. That's the end credit song. But there's a couple bangers in that soundtrack. Yeah, but the story still is the Barbie songs, right? There can only be two at the the Oscars, I think. Are we making that up? I read it somewhere. I don't know where I read it. I don't know (laughs) if my source was veritable. I don't know. Because why put the limit on two? I can understand one. I could be misremembering. (laughs) Okay. We should be authorities on this subject. And yet, we're still babbling. (laughs) I mean, if it is, too, I still don't know which one. This will, I guess, help pave the road to at least telling you which one is definitely going to be in. I still say the What Was I Made For was made for awards. Okay. You still say that. And you still say Dance Tonight. I think Dance Tonight is so fun. Well, then let's just handshake and meet in the middle and agree that Just Ken is going to (laughs) win. (laughs) <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny watching, rewatching Barbie, which I did for like the fifth time two weeks ago. I think I mentioned this already. It, mm-hmm. it was, it was a blast. I, I laughed my ass off. That movie worked like such a comedy. Uh, I the think last it's gonna. Three, I, I can totally see a second wave happen. I'm in, I'm in for it no. uh, Last year, RRR's Natu to Natu to won both the Globe and the Oscar The Globes has got three of the five correct with RRR Lady Gaga had a had a role going with Top Gun Mavericks Hold My Hand and yep. then Lift Me Up from R- Rihanna uh, From Aquanda Forever was getting nominated everywhere as well The Globe's nominated Pinocchio's Chow Papa And Where the Crawdads <laughs> Sings, Taylor Swift's song, Carolina I remember hating that movie so much, Pinocchio <laughs> We did not like Pinocchio. Yeah. There's, there's a couple uh, critical favorites. It was favorites gorgeous. It was very. Uh, the production design was gore. It was great. We only hate the best here yeah, at Mike, right. Mike, and Oscar. That's um, right. Because we're. <laughs> it's another. Uh, I'm trying to see if that catches on. It's like a, another catch well, We phrase. try. We, I mean, we try really hard not to be overly negative about movies. At least people, we can be negative about, but okay. movies. <laughs> anyway, the Oscars nominated and everything everywhere all at once song by the Talking Heads. Yes. Uh, Lead singer there. What was his name? Oh my God! Uh, David Burke Burn. Yes, David Burn. Daniel David Burn. David Burn. Thank you. Byrn. And then of course they nominated Diane Warren from from (laughs) Tell It Like a Woman just to send her home again. (laughs) All right. Last category before some uh, some tallies here. Non English language film. We'll talk about the European Film Awards quick as well. Anatomy of a Fall. Fallen Leaves. Io Capitano. Past Lives, Society of the Snow, and the Zone of Interest. I think the one inclusion here of Past Lives, I was wondering if they'd go there or not because Past Lives was showing up right. on the rest of the card. The Taste of Things. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> Four Daughters, 20 Days in Marriott Are they even eligible at the Golden Globes being documentaries? I'm not sure. Good question. Perfect. Days, But the promised land was probably the big snub here, being that it was a three time winner at the European Film Awards. That was a little surprising to me, knowing Mads Mikkelsen, big name in it. Anyway, last year, Argentina in 1985 won the Globe, even though all quiet on the Western front would take the Oscar and would take a million back for the nominations that resulted in a million Oscar nominations and a couple Oscar wins. Uh, But ultimately, the Globes nominated three of the five. In in best international feature with Argentina, All Quiet and Close. They also nominated Decision to, to Leave correctly, by the way, and RRR correctly. Uh, but the Oscars went with the the Quiet Girl and EO. It was a good year for international film last oh, year. I, I liked. Too. Worth remembering, the Oscars couldn't go with RRR. Correct, and I, I liked all of those movies, to be honest with you. But anyway, we have the Promised Land. Uh, I think planning a release sooner than later. I saw that somewhere. They were they were hoping to get some momentum, but this has got to hurt. It's got to hurt their mojo here, Michael, but Anatomy of a Fall is not hurt. They went five for five at the IFA's and got nominated all over the card today. European Film Awards close. there. I think the big story here is that past lives is, I mean, we we're talk so much, Anatomy of a Fall isn't eligible for the Oscars an international feature, but it's beaten zone of interest in every international feature category along the way so far in award season, and now it's got to go up against past lives. So the zone of interest, if it pulls crossover nominations at the Oscars, it's going to be a favorite in Best International Feature, even though Anatomy of a Fall or Past Lives or
1: Well, some what if Society of the Snow are...
0: upsets all of them? Well, then, yeah, I mean, you got right. to. That, that's what I, that's snow the point basers. I was going to make. If anything but those two movies, Past Lives or, or Anatomy of a Fall, win this category, that's got to be your Oscars favorite, right? Yeah, because we have no other exactly <laughs> way to measure the category right now. <laughs> Anatomy of the Fall is winning everything essentially right. in that category. So this is a chance for the Golden Glows, which always means something when it comes to Oscars relevancy anyway, to really dictate something on Oscar Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, Smoke sauna of Sisterhood. It's important to mention that that won Best European Documentary. So we have a documentary feature list of about 30 films. You know films. what? Good. Good. You deserve this doc feature branch. You deserve a year in which there is no frontrunner and there's a billion films. I've still watched... Fifty one documentaries this year well you're a masochist i I backed off i bet no but listen i backed off i watched some at sundance i really didn't go in at any other festival for a bunch of documentaries tribeca a little bit but i was like look at i'm not gonna drive myself insane i'll just watch them as they come i didn't even do any of the screenings like i did last year with ida i'm proud of you because you have gone crazy killing yourself to try to understand that category in recent years and no, it's I've, fruitless you it broke me it broke yeah. me it's broken me uh there are octopi and there are various musicians and biopics but no I, I didn't go i didn't go in for it this year they didn't get me this year michael they didn't get me good i'm glad not to yet. hear that I'm proud of you not yet anyway but, but maybe we'll get a guest and we we'll do a whole episode on documentary feature the history the turbulent history maybe that'll be our I'll be sick that day. <laughs> Barbie <laughs> won. That, that that category is nonsense until proven otherwise. I forgot to mention the Barbie's biggest snub, by the way. But you're yeah. right. It's a documentary Back. featured Nonsense. You know what else is nonsense? America Ferreira, Missing and Supporting Actress. I forgot to write her above, but I was... There was one oh, of those yeah. No, that's snub. a good snub. That's a good, good that was a shout out for a snub. But also, I, I mean, she hasn't been... It, it, I think that's one snub we kind of saw coming, no? Can you edit um, America Ferreira, by the way, didn't get this. Can you edit that back into supporting actors? So I don't. Feel I, silly. I'm considering doing it just for comedy's sake. To see how that because people listening to this will think that's so out of place. They won't have to get to this point in the episode to understand why it sounds like that oh and Mike don't forget America <laughs> Ferrera got snubbed here and we hate it because we loved America yeah. Ferrera. there was an episode Barbie. of the Simpsons that they, were, they played after the Super Bowl one year <laughs> and they held up uh, like Mo was talking about what the Broncos playing the Falcons and they didn't know who was going to be in the Super Bowl so they had Mo like hold a beer mug over his lips and he was like I can't wait to go see the Atlanta Falcons <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny Anyway, Barbenheimer led the tallies. Barbie with nine, Oppenheimer with eight. I would say Oppenheimer. All of their noms came through. Barbie did not get screen screenplay. No, Barbie did get screenplay. I'm screwing that up. But okay, we'll move down the card. Uh, we got uh, we got Barbenheimer nine and eight. Killers of the Flower Moon with seven. Drama director screenplay. It, it Missed Jesse Plemons, but we we weren't really expecting Jesse. Plemons yeah, at this unfortunately. Point. It is. He does strike fear into the heart of Leo. Leo, you know, I tell you what—that Leonardo DiCaprio, I think he could act. Hmm. Poor things, poor things. Essentially, went seven. Your to disdain seven. for that movie is he making me strong. He plays a stupid, <laughs> drunken, racist, it makes me powerful at a-hole. The whole movie, I hate him. Anyway, I don't like seeing Leo like that. He's unrecognizable to me, he just as a person. That's right. Maybe that's what that person meant the whole time. <laughs> and here i am giving him shit about that two years later <laughs> poor things went for seven killers of the flower moon went seven barbie nine oppenheimer eight i don't know if you know that but nominations right, we'll, we'll, yes. just this tally section is taking forever past lives five nominees that, that's a great it's day a good for, day past, for lives. past lives yep. we were worried about past lives keeping momentum is this it outdid maestro in may december i mean yes it outdid the holdovers by two yeah that's a really good day for past lives Great day. Uh, I would say the The only better day would have been getting like Tao Yu. Now, th- that's what I was going to say. Like having it be an international feature as its fifth where it's not eligible on the Oscars. You know, that's kind of a different story. But still, I mean, five nominations. is five nominations at the Globes. They should have done a little category fraud there with Tao Yu. That's what they should have done. But I, I get did. it. Yeah. get why they didn't do it. Or Magaro could have gotten in to supporting you. Yeah. So Maestro got big four. I mean and getting director is important for Maestro. Uh, not getting screenplay, not a huge killer there. They they won't I mean Matthew Bomer maybe in supporting, but they don't really have a support. Tell you role. how long we've been doing this, Mike, is like one of the first times we had uh, the first time we had Scott on, he had that uh the day we interviewed him about the Oscars, he had just released the morning of that article about Bradley Cooper and I asked him, like, is Bradley Cooper a pariah amongst directors right now? And now Bradley Cooper has turned into this like beloved auteur behind the camera.
1: He's campaigning
0: quite a bit, yeah. and he's not taking the spotlight that much. He's he's looking very svelte with very cool. Uh, I would say he his uh, his glasses game is really strong. <laughs> That's he, true. he wears these snazzy glasses yes. every time. Yeah, I agree. But he stands in the background and he lets the uh, the uh, Bernstein family speak or somebody else because actors on actors with emma stone was good too oh good i haven't watched that yet so anyway maestro with four may december with four anatomy of a fall with four but this is a strong day for may december and anatomy of a fall i i would i would say those are good performances i I would i think i think well i i I would say and i said this earlier either anatomy of a fall or past lives i think are the big winners Mm -hmm. the holdover is not a great day a three Three nominees for comedy or musical: Giamatti and Randolph. So here's is that the thing. really going to end up winning two of the acting awards if it only can be nominated like three or four times on the Oscar stage? It, no, it's not going to win two of yeah. the acting awards. But it, just getting nominated for two of the acting awards is going to be a good day for the holdovers at the Academy level. However, I do think they have a little—they have a little more hope with the screenplay category. There's a lot of love for that screenplay, and when you when you go from five to ten hopefully Mm -hmm. the holdovers gets gets the nom there Mm -hmm. so it's still still probably a four nominee movie or what do you think i don't know i hope i mean right now i'm just overly invested in one of those two winning if not both gmr and randolph anyway spider-verse getting three nominees for cinematic or box office achievement animated and best original score is a a flex uh the only better day would have been a song Mm mm-hmm So Spider-Verse can still get in there at the Academy level, I would hope. Super Mario Brothers, big day, three noms, animated peaches. They got to be thrilled. Cinematic or box office achievement. Zone of Interest, it went into the big category there, the drama category. Original score and non-English language film, but no director for Glazer, no screenplay for Glazer, no Sandra Huller, no Christian Friedel. So the Zone of Interest could have done better. Yeah, but getting in the drama category is... Massive. It's doing enough right now. Yeah. The Zone of Interest. Anyway, I mean, that combined with the, the L.A. Best Picture win from the Film Critics Circle. That's a, a big weekend still for the Zone of Interest. The Zone of Interest has a good draw, as they would say in the tournament. Top has. The Zone of Interest could have the international feature category to fall back on. Perhaps. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Air, I guess it could have been worse, but it could have been better. Comedy or Musical and Matt Damon. American Fiction, it's a rough day for American Fiction. Comedy or musical and Jeffrey Wright, but Cord Jefferson doesn't show up in director or script. Mm-hmm. So many supporting performances that have been, you know, in contention, but maybe they got to figure out who they're pushing and who they're focusing on. Is it a Sterling K. Brown? You know, is it an Eric and Al- Alexander? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, probably a bit of a letdown. But to show you the other side of the coin as letdown of as American fiction, maybe with two nominations. I think uh, uh, Boy and the Heron probably thrilled with two nominations animated and best original score which i love that score by the way loved it in the movie and um, I, I can see it i can see it doing well the color purple bad day Has marino and brooks happy for them but uh taraji p Hempson, coleman domingo the director the script the songs obviously the comedy or musical snub hurts but uh Fawn Leaves, good day. Poisky, non English language film. Niad did what it needed to. Benny Foster. I don't know if that I guess that's a good day for Niad, right? Did did we really think Nyad was gonna be like old Golden Globes, Niad would have been in the six for Probably. drama? I mean, especially if with those two nominations that it did land. Right. Do you think like Nyad and Rustin? No, it would have been like it would have been Napoleon and Ferrari. Old yeah. Golden Globes. Yeah, definitely. So Nyad would have been (laughs) maybe Nyad might knocks out uh, past lives in the old Golden Globes. I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I I would hope not. But maybe Rustin, uh, two nominees, Domingo and Best Original Song. I wonder if that's with with along with some costumes, maybe if that's Rustin's destiny. I'm getting worried about that nomination. I, I am, too, but I don't know. He's so good. He's but, very Yeah, no good. drama, no director, no script, no score for Rustin. Saltburn, Barry Keoghan, and Rosamund Pike. That's still a good day for Saltburn, I would argue. No Jacob Elordi, though. Well, that's the best day for Saltburn. <laughs> no drama, no director, no screenplay, no coattails from last year. No score, original score. Thought I thought had a shot. Anyway. Is that not a good the... day for Saltburn? I mean, I was expecting zero. Right. Okay. No. So, yeah. Sure. All right. Why not? <laughs> like when the other, one of us puts the other on the spot and the other one has no idea what to do with it. <laughs> I don't know. I just Saltburn. I know it's one of the mysteries of award season right now. I don't think it was received well overall. It hasn't been received well at any level. It hasn't done right. well at the box office. Uh, it hasn't done polarizing. well with the mics. Yep. And hasn't done well at festivals it's been polarizing every step of the way i think there are i think there are team saltburn people that love it and i get it I, I can get i can see that they they're much cooler than me they can take there um, are people who love that movie that movie if you're a germaphobe <laughs> and like i'm not a germaphobe i'm not a seinfeld level jerry seinfeld level mm-hmm. but I, uh, i'm getting a little closer there to that level Anyway, Lone Noms via the acting categories, like we said, All of Us Stranger, Andrew Scott, Priscilla, Kaylee Spaney, Dream Scenarios, Nick Cage, some boy named Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, Chalamet. Bo's Afraid's Joaquin Phoenix, No Hard Feelings, Jennifer Lawrence. And I guess the only other lone nominee not from one of the film categories was the She Came to Me song. But, uh, you know. Uh, Some guy named Springsteen wrote that sang it Springsteen Springsteen should sing Dance Tonight (laughs) I'm sure That song is good enough (laughs) That he could sing it And people would still like it There you go. Uh, Those are your Golden Globe nominations as they came out this 11th of December 2023. As always, dear listener, what matters most to us are your thoughts. Uh, What are you surprised by? What did you think got snubbed? What did you hope to see? And what did you hope to see that actually landed in the nomination? What do you predict will win the categories? We want to hear from you as well as any other thoughts, comments, questions, or concerns you may have about anything else we do here in the MMO Empire. You can leave us those on our social media as we are Mike, Mike and Oscar on Facebook and Instagram at MM and Oscar on Twitter or X Mike, Mike Oscar at com And on Reddit, we are available wherever you hear podcasts. If you're listening to us on either the Apple Podcasts or Spotify app, if you appreciate what we do, if you wouldn't mind leaving us a five-star review, those help us out immensely. Thank you to everyone who has done so thus far. Michael, what are some words of wisdom that we can end on? And let's uh, tell the good people what's coming next from us. Well, it's wise to give us five stars because we're like eight or nine away from... Like a big number. So please yeah. do that. that. That would help us out uh, immensely. So if you're a newer listener and you haven't done that yet on Apple Podcasts, that that always helps. Uh, and then really it helps us wherever because it juices the al- algorithm. Do, do you juice algorithms? You can juice know what an I'm orange. Saying. Here's what you sacrifice when we give an in- instant reaction show you <laughs> sacrifice quality and um, intelligence. How do you turn a phrase? <laughs> I am. Uh, I am. Uh, I'm not at my best at this time of day. But look at. I think. Uh, I think it's cruel and unusual to make the West Coast get up at 5 a.m. every year for this. By the way, like why don't they? they, they like CBS. What else you got to do? Come on. Put this in prime time. Yeah, like I don't know. It will never. Apparently they've decided on a host too, but nobody's announced it yet. Oh, yeah, I'm very curious for that. But yeah. uh what's next is we got the critics' choice nominations. So we'll do another reaction show and we'll be uh, ill prepared for that as well. Chris Rock, Ali Wong, and a trio of Will Arnett, Sean Hayes, and Jason Bateman all passed on hosting duties according to CNN. Oh, wow. But they have a host and they haven't announced it. Or at least it seems that way. I'm just quickly reviewing this uh this in, uh, interview with the uh, producers that just huh. came out so there you go intrigue hmm what if it's walking Phoenix <laughs> 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 comes back from commercial every time it's just a three-minute dialogue of how useless awards are <laughs> i by the way in person i love walking phoenix he struggles in that element though it's just, it's not his fault it's no his of fault. course not and he's fantastic but that's why we want it like we're the only awards podcast that, like really we're consistently we troll yeah takes the piss out of the but that's how it should be like, we appreciate when people don't take this too seriously. Take it the proper amount of serious. Like, yes, it's important and fun, but it's not the end all of the world either. Over the course of our year, which we do this, <laughs> we do an award show podcast the year round. We take it the amount of serious it's yeah. it's 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 owed. We but lit- we just we, spread we, it out. Quite we, literally we... make it award season year round without <laughs> the stuffiness. We do. <laughs> yeah, we do. So I heard that somewhere. That's why we that. say Joaquin Phoenix would be perfect. <laughs> he would be our perfect choice. Here's the thing. Joaquin Phoenix as Napoleon, best Golden Globes ever. No, no. I'm sorry. Best no, ever. It's him slowly devolving into the Joker character, and the end of the night he shoots Robert De Niro. <laughs> There's your ratings, baby. <laughs> oh my God. Maybe. Or he's Bo's afraid. He's just <laughs> he's running away. Of Every, ev- he's terrified of everybody. How how long would that shtick last? <laughs> that would be like ten minutes of real comedy. <laughs> but then, just like Bo's afraid, not funny. Turn Lockheed Phoenix into this method acting host that he would never do. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's over an hour. You get what you pay for. Sometimes here in MMO. <laughs> exactly right uh, what's coming next what do we have next Critics Choice nominations buddy all right, there you go uh, we, t- we spoke about that five minutes ago there you are. alright in, <laughs> in the outro good guys <laughs> when reality <laughs> sucks you could fantasy cast the Golden Globes host with us we are Mike Mike and Oscar trying to make award season year round without the stuffiness we will see you all very soon see ya